right, I don't know what the lag is like, but we're live on YouTube. Um, so it's probably filtering through hopefully in a second. But um, welcome to Three Skulls Tavern. I'm Matt, your host, and we're back for another episode of Vazen, uh, the Scandinavian Gothic cozy horror game by Free League. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to say too much about it other than um, if you haven't watched in a little while, we finished episode three last month. Uh, which was the end of the, our first mystery arc, um, and we're picking up where we left off uh, with Eric, our GM. So over yeah. to you, Eric. All right. So where we left off was uh, sorry, Tony just <laughs> Tony's instantly just... teleported to a library, and we had him basing that. It's very appropriate. <laughs> um, so where we left off last time was the end of the, the mystery of the, the maid of Dalif Yard uh, with, with our, our society leaving after sort of agreeing to let things be as it were. Uh, where we're picking up, it's, it's been a couple months since then. So it's, it's later on the summer, getting close to, to autumn now. Um, you've been uh, around the sort of the castle of Gillencruz and, and Uppsala. Um, and um, the, the news that you've had from Dalaf Yard has been pretty grim. There was a murder investigation of a local priest. The gendarmes were looking into it. Um, it seems like a lot of the residents have, have gone, and, um, and the church is questioning whether to even, even the replacement for what looks like is going to be a ghost town. Um, but where we're picking up, you had received an invitation um, from a, a Captain Olivia Lars daughter um, to investigate a haunting of the ship that she operated uh, called the Happy Bothnian. It um, the, operates outside of... Sorry, um, the Happy what? Bothnian. Bothnian. B-O-T-H-N-I-A-N. Mm -hmm. um, and it operates out of Stockholm and it does transits um, across to um, Obo, is that right? Obo or Togo, Obo, it depends. Yep. Uh, in, in Finland. Um, and so her invitation included tickets to the ship. Um, and so you will be staying in, in sort of one of the luxury suites on the Happy Bothnian um, to investigate uh, this haunting. Um, and so it's supposed to leave uh, in a couple of days from Stockholm. You have time to sort of arrange train fares and things like that to get down to Stockholm um, and uh, do whatever sort of um, preparations you need to do for this um, sea voyage impending. Um, what I will say to save us a little time um, because of the way we do this and in shorter two-hour um, segments um, is that so, something that you'll have been aware of by like sort of going through your records and your library um, after hearing about this is that the, the main methods the society in the past has used for sort of dealing with ghosts is um, either destroying whatever item it is that sort of is anchoring them into the world or resolving this thing that is sort of keeping them from resting, right? Or this aspect of them from resting. Um, 
you also know that um, the Happy Bothnian, the ship, um, has been sailing the route between Stockholm and Obo. Um, Obo? Oh, how, how should I say this? Sorry. Repeat, correct me again. So, in Swedish, it's yes. Obo. And Obo. in Finnish, it's Turku, which is the just the modern Finnish one, but yes, <laughs> just call it Obo and you're fine. Obo. Okay, so that's what we're calling it. Uh, so it's been going between Stockholm and Obo for many years and is known for its high status clientele, including diplomats, wealthy merchants, and the petty aristocracy. Um, Can I ask a question? Of course. Uh, it's a, a, do we have in our records any information regarding murders or any uh, you know violent uh, action in this boat at any point? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So if you want to check in on as part of the sort of preparatory phase, and we can we can um, go into sort of like an investigation of that. And I guess the question is like, what would you be looking for? Like newspapers or um, would there be someone maybe you, you look look for to contact? Would say newspapers probably. You know, we'll go to the several newspapers in the in Stockholm and try to find you know all records. Mm -hmm. Just browsing, I guess it will take it will take us quite a long time because we don't know the day. Well, sure. we know when this ship probably started faring, I guess, right? So I don't know if it's been doing this for five, ten years, twenty yeah. years. Awesome. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. So okay. Amadeo will be working on that. Do others want to sort of help him with that sort of investigation uh, or do you want to look for like other things? Certainly. I mean, uh, Yelma has been working with the police uh, in Stockholm once upon a time. So hmm. uh, he should probably be able to ask about the records. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a thing. Uh, and there are also probably the, the charter records from um, the, the harbor masters in, in Stockholm. Mm, good point. Uh, uh, if there could be anything there. I mean, there's also always the thing we're talking with old sailors who's been in the business for a long time and what they know. Problem is, sailors are not exactly the most reliable people <laughs> when it comes to not telling tall tales about things. So, okay. I was I, I was gonna say that Selma would probably go to the harbor to uh, talk to anyone there to gather information. Okay, well, so it sounds like maybe maybe you guys leave sort of early, like a couple of days ahead of like you have to arrive um, in Stockholm to pick up the ship and start asking around Stockholm itself, kind of like going around the wharves, um, Mars checking up with his police contacts, things like that, trying to get more context. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So as I was describing, the, the sort of weather is it's nice. It's sort of late summer. Um, everything's incredibly pleasant. Um, you, you've had like this this nice stretch now of sort of warm, sort of sunny days. Like uh, everything, like when you get on the train, um, this Uppsala almost seems clean in in its way, right? Which is is odd almost uh, because it does have like this sort of grimy exterior to it um, in this time in the 19th century. But but everything sort of smells good and fresh and. Uh, sun is warm and uh, it's, it's really sort of a, a lovely time um, the train ride to the south is pretty uneventful um, again like you just see the sort of beautiful countryside sort of in between everything seems tranquil um, at peace um, and it's 
during this sort of journey as you're on this train, um, I'm going to ask all of you, as we had done before, if you want to sort of think about um, advantages, like things you've been doing on the lead up to leaving from Uppsala or on the train uh, to sort of give yourself an advantage of the mystery, right? Um, if that rings a bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel anything that would... Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I feel that what I would be doing to gain an advantage is something I would do before I leave to go on the boat. That is sure. pulling out my contacts in Stockholm and seeing if I can find anything. So I don't think I would do it in Uppsala. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's totally fair. So this, I mean, this wouldn't necessarily be a clue. I mean, this is sort of like a mechanical advantage on a test, like in the mystery coming, or like a contact that could perhaps come in and, and help you with something. Uh, this is actually a thing I could do. Uh, I write a letter to okay. uh, the commissioner uh, in Stockholm, informing, okay. uh, uh, as this, informing him of this investigation. And uh, that's like, I'm, I'm pulling my contact with him. I knew him back in the day or something. Okay. So All right. That works. Uh, so like, I have like, we have told them previously that we are going to do this. So that might give us some, some leeway. Unless it's like, oh, it's big corruption and someone is hiding it instead. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, how about the rest of you? Any ideas for sort of yeah, like got before one. you leave Uppsala or on the train or even when yeah. you immediately arrive in Stockholm, what you might be doing for an event? I think I'm going to be practicing card and dice tricks um, specifically because I probably think that sailors love to gamble. And, you know, if I'm going to want to impress them or you know, win them over, I think, for me, the best way to do that is to is to use some flashy tricks um, that are likely to impress them. And that's probably going to be card and dice tricks. So I'm going to just be specifically focusing on, you know, getting those getting those down really well. You know, like yeah. a, a handful of tricks. That sounds great. Cool. Um, Amadeo or something? Any ideas? I was thinking Selma perhaps has been practicing her skill of listening into people's conversations. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that, that kind of like writer's inspirations, just sit yeah. on the bench, pretend to be doing something, and just practicing her skill of listening into other people's gossip. Would that work? Okay, work? cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Hmm. I'm trying to think something uh, around the kind of potential help for investigation or observation of things that might not be easy to find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of, but I don't know how to express it in a, in a nice way. I mean, it could just be, I mean, thinking like you're a surgeon, right? And perhaps mm -hmm. this is something you've been thinking about a lot more since your sort of last mystery and, and sort of like, and just that you're professional practice hmm. um, looking for like even like small like biological details perhaps I can give you some some little advantage hmm. this sort of subtlety um, so so it's kind of like honed you in to be particularly um, precise with your attention to detail or something like that something like that yeah because I was thinking you know maybe if there was a murder or something then maybe there is still something remaining like little blood spots or things like this that I could find or yeah. I'm thinking about this kind of details. Kind yeah, of so be more observant to something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very CSI Uppsala. 
<laughs> I like it. Um, so okay. I just put observant, maybe? Or I don't know. What yeah. Kind of uh, observant to details, something like that. Exactly. Okay. Um, and, and so, like, if, if this advantage seems like it's going to be relevant to like, a particular thing, just bring it up and mm. then we'll talk about it. As well. Perfect. Cool. All right. Um, to um, arrive in Stockholm and, and start splitting up to just sort of do these things uh, that, um, as you're discussing. And um, Amadeo is going looking into um, uh, looking into what do we say? Newspapers, no? Yeah, newspapers about um, you know these boat things that have happened on the boat exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in that case, um, let's have our first roll with um, uh, Amadeo. That would be investigation. An investigation roll. Perfect. So logic four, investigation one, that's five dice. Yeah. And um, I think you can add some help um, from Kjalmar, who's kind of looking into the same thing. So you can add another die for that. I'm going to say no to that. Six <laughs> dice. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, you can you can push it and take a condition if you want. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's push it. All right, yeah. there, that's it. That's it. Uh, what um, condition do you take? Are you feeling? Uh, I think I'm just angry that uh, you know uh, you know I couldn't find it. I, I lost this. You know, I missed this little detail, and I had to go back and repeat all the newspapers and check again. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm just okay. angry with myself. Fantastic. Uh, okay, we'll go with that. Um, so what you learn um, is that the previous captain before Captain Olivia, uh, this guy named Erickson, um, he, as it was reported in the sort of local papers, committed suicide by walking off the ship, just one night walking off the ship into the sea and drowning. Um, there's this sort of like uh, a subtext to it that some of the sailors that were on the ship at the same time had seen two floating orbs kind of like hanging like off the off the bow some distance away. Um, and, and they thought that that was some sort of like evil portent that had brought him uh, to this to this state. They like there's this idea like Erickson never would have done that. Like he was a very prominent, very stable person. Um, okay. Either way, it was ruled a, a suicide. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So at least we have. Uh, so I can say that this is the only violent or happening in the boat that I can. Find. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's the it's the first and most significant story you find okay. about, about the ship. That, what was the name of the uh, the current captain again? Uh, Olivia, um, Lars' daughter. And does she um, did she tell us anything about the haunting specifically, or just that it's there? She wants us to investigate a haunting. So her letter didn't have anything about the, the haunting specifically. Just that, um, just that she wanted us to investigate a haunting. So exactly. she did. She did mention a haunting though. Okay. Yeah, she did not. Yeah, okay. she did not mention. We specifics. Uh, we're already in Stockholm at this point, so we don't count like the 
our base of operations or anything like that. Um, did we did we skip the resources role to or the resources so thing? I think we're going to do that now. It's oh, okay. Just, All right, like sorry. setting up yep. like your initial clues. Okay. Um, so you kind of have something to work off of when you're thinking about what sort of resources you want. Gotcha. I think we can was, do that in Stockholm just as well. Sure. I was going to ask if there's anything we can do to research about these glowing orbs. Do we have any? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you can... I've got a collection of books, if that helps. You do. <laughs> yeah. Stockholm has a lot of libraries, including the Royal Library. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if they would have information about Faison. Do we, do we know that? Or is this a... They probably would have, have something. Oh. Um, it's like folklore, have... isn't it? So Exactly, yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can absolutely make a make a roll, sort of looking into this as... Because, um, yeah, you guys have left early, so you have some time before, before the ship expected to be there. Would this be another investigation roll? Yeah. And would my book collection come into play here or not, since I'm, I'm I don't see why not. Library. Oh, okay. I mean, you can, you can look at both. <laughs> so that's a logic roll with uh, my book collection. That would be five dice then. Yeah. Here goes nothing. Whew. Okay. Um. So about sort of floating lights and and fasten, like the the most obvious thing that comes up is, is talk of will wisps Um, which again are are you know thought to be um sort of unhappy dead for for various reasons in different places. Um, and, and they can often appear as just a light. Often it's like around marshes and in forests and things like that, and they sort of draw you out um, to be drowned somewhere, um, which would seem um, to be relevant in some way. Out to sea, it's it's a little bit um, less common, though those stories probably exist too, and you probably find those. Right. What did you say the name was? Sorry. Uh, Will of the Wisps. Will of oh, the Wisps. Mm. Ah, actually, we were talking about this today. It's, um... Oh, nice. <laughs> Can I um, try and go to some sort of? Um... Is there something? I imagine there's something like East India Trade Company, the the kind of Swedish equivalent. Um, sure. And just that... just go in there and try and you know pass myself off. <laughs> try and pass myself off as a gentleman um yeah but i basically want to oh. kind of summon my 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 kind of my upbringing and my bearing to to kind of go there and just do a little bit of digging try and talk to some people about anything i can find out about the previous the previous captain um from the people who are likely to know who owns like the people who would have like handled the transfer of of ownership of the of the ship from um ericsson over to um olivia Okay. That sort of thing. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, we can definitely do that. Um, in this case, this is sounding like a stealth roll to me. You're sort of trying to blend in. Okay. Um, and, and sort of like be among these people. It's, it's not so much like doing research. So, so stealth roll. That's good because I'm very, very good at stealth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe that had some bearing on the decision. <laughs> Okay, so that's seven dice to get a roll. Yep. And I got two successes. Okay, fantastic. Um, so you actually run into some of the former crew of the Happy Bothman, oh, okay. the ones that had 
served under Ericsson. Um, and and they sort of like take you in as like as as sort of like this this sort of sympathetic person who's like um, just sort of asking questions, right? I don't know if that's the way you're imagining it, but um, and and what you learn from them. Um, the the first thing is that um, Ericsson didn't own the ship. Um, it's it's sort of owned by like this this other company that's you know run by like the sort of like the Stockholm docks, right? The sort of the the sort of civic institution that's in charge of this, right? Mm -hmm. um, but he was the captain. He had been the captain for a number of years, um, and after his suicide, um, a lot of them report sort of unsettling things, nightmares, um, particularly like when they're sleeping, waking up, feeling like they're drowning. Um, and uh, a number of them sort of left the, the service, of the, the ship, to, to find other work because it was, it was haunted. They didn't want to stay there anymore. Um, another thing you learn about Olivia herself is that um, she's young. She had been in the Navy. Um, and she was sort of held in pretty high regard for professionalism, um, but also she was pretty strict um, and a disciplinarian um, in that she kind of went into this line of work because of like budget cuts in the Navy. Um, so basically she just didn't have any place to go. Um, and, um, and I think in addition to all that, um, you would also learn that the current crew had been sort of talking about leaving as well because of the same issues, right? These are things that the, the sailors all sort of talk about together in the, the sort of bars and things like this, with the, the stevedores and things down by the docks. Um, and that the really the, the one reason that the society was sort of reached out to was to sort of calm the crew. Okay. Like, like that she was doing anything. To, to deal with it, but she doesn't seem to take it very seriously. Interesting. Okay. So we could say that she's not affected by these nightmares or whatever they are. Yeah, but she could be a rationalist, right? She could just uh, be passing it off as just, um, you know, natural causes or something, you know? Like, she just happens to have a nightmare and it's, you know, as soon as you wake up, the feeling would pass. Mm -hmm. And she's just saying to people, maybe it's a superstition. I, I, there are lots of people who do that, right? Yeah. So actually, I mean, in this moment, like, let's say that that you sort of you have this sort of um, like a hotel room in Stockholm, and you've sort of all reconvened with this information. <clears throat> if you want to have a scene like that and sort of talk this out in character, I think that would make a lot of sense. Sure. So this information was brought by Spen. Hmm. So I would mention. Don't you find quite remarkable, Sven, that Olivia doesn't seem to be affected by this nightmares, while everyone else on the ship is? Maybe there is a link there. I don't know. People of good breeding often um, learn to control their emotions and learn to, you know, rationalize things. So I just, I just think it's more a case of discipline and, and good breeding more than anything else. Whereas the crew, you know, they're common sailors. They, they jump at shadows. They're completely, yeah, completely superstitious. So, 
I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying that it's it's probably easier for someone of good breeding or good you know good self control to to ignore to ignore flights of whimsy and to focus on the task at hand. I see, <laughs> and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Hjalmar, Selma. I think Hjalmar is muted. Yeah. We can't hear you, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Simon is in a new house um, that he moved to since our last episode, so he might be having some. Uh... Is it better there now? You, can we hear it you? Is. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You're back. Okay, good. It was just a little uh, something was ah, whatever. I was I was being snarky at Sven, but apparently no one heard that. No. Nope. Uh, so... I, I, I imagine what you said because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I was I was saying I was saying or maybe. They learn how to ignore the truth when it's clearly apparent. But yes, uh, I was saying uh, as well that there might as well be a connection. Uh, if the crew is somehow connected to the old, to what happened before in some way, or if it strikes out that the crew and not its captain, perhaps, because of some grudge towards the crew, no matter who the crew of the ship actually are. That's a fair point, actually. I like that observation a lot. Hmm. Because it is, if it is the spirit of the captain uh, that is haunting it, it might be having a grudge against the crew, not the captain. Just a thought. Well, I would like to point out that we'd have to be careful not to alarm the crew too much because, uh, you know, Captain Olivia might not want us on a ship if we're alarming her crew more than it's already alarmed. She's obviously, you know, hiring us to calm the crew down. So, are you saying um, we should go in there and tell sweet lies, Summer? I'm saying we should try to solve this, uh, to reach a, a conclusion, without, you know, alerting anyone that there might be Vason everywhere, you know, haunting them or watching them all the time or anything like that, you know? Oh, you say we'll yes. pick through the facts and choose the ones most fitting <coughs> for the current situation. I think that's, that's a wise course of action, absolutely. But it worries we don't me want to. Bit. We don't want to upset the state the status quo. We don't want to, you know, rock the boat. To use a, a nautical I, pun. I mean, yeah. I mean, once we're off the ship and we've gathered everything we need and everything is done, we can totally tell these people everything. I mean, once we're off oh, the ship and oh, we no we longer need information. <laughs> if it's a good story, you know. If it's 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 if it's, a, if it's nothing. Hmm. What it worries me about this is that maybe this Captain Olivia. Lars Hotter um, wants us to lie to the crew and just to calm them down. Maybe she doesn't even want us to investigate anything. It's possible. We will see when we arrive and make our own judgments. You cannot I make would... judgments before you have the facts. <coughs> I would say let's not expect Olivia to be much help to us let's not count on her like like let, let's not go up to olivia and say hey we need to catch the spirit can mm -hmm. you give us a hand fair point hmm. a pity i don't have time to speak to some of my colleagues hmm. to learn to learn a few tips about you know contacting the dead there's there's a, a little knack to such parlor tricks which uh, might come in handy to convince people but uh, for next time maybe yeah, better next time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if 
contacting the dead is a parlor trick. I, I can't imagine what a, a real trick is. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll just like wave my hand, and there'll be like um, five cards in it. What do you mean, like this? <laughs> 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 I need to do some. I actually need to practice some in real life, so I could just like. That would be awesome. I would. Yeah, I, I'm shit at card tricks, though, so it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Um, awesome. Okay, so yeah, so we'll we'll do like the the sort of resource thing now. Um, assuming you guys don't have anything else, um, it's just the sounds of gulls and a sweet summer breeze into the, the window as you start counting your money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the on the subject of resources, we can keep sure. one thing from the last adventure, right? Or the exactly. last mystery, yeah. I should say. That's right. Um, I wanted to keep the longbow. But I didn't want to take it with us because obviously a longbow on board a ship isn't going to be much use. So is that something yeah. I could keep but but leave behind in the um, at the headquarters? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. And so like there's also the the question of the pistol. Who sort of has possession of that? I don't know. I mean, okay. I mean, not, so we, I mean, definitely we definitely want a pistol. We definitely want to take yeah. that with us. So, so, so Hjalmar has the pistol, the, the longbow is left behind. Um, and so, yeah, and now you can all make a resources roll. Um, it's a single roll, right? It's a single roll, one for each of you. Right. And what's the resources value? Uh, so... On your sheet. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It should be on your sheet. Yeah, four. So mine is five. Mine is five. Five, five eight. Everyone is <coughs> All right, I got one. Okay. We can't push Nothing. it, right? No, no, these are not. Yeah, it's not still. All right, okay, so you have a two total. Matt got one. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have a combined total of, of, of two resources that you can spend on things. You can also use your capital, um, like last time, if you want to get anything more expensive than two. What is our Where current is our capital? capital? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so your capital should be, let's see. actually, I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, let's see. So if you have a, yeah, it depends on what your resources is. Um, I can share with you. Oh, it's on the, yeah, I know where it is. It's in the, um, it's in the skills chapter, right? At the end of the skills chapter where it talks about money. Uh, there's also one in, um, in equipment. Oh, I'm okay. going to share a little table. Ah, there it is. I just want to open it on the um, on the yep. stream. What do you know? What page it's on, by any chance? Yeah, of course. It is on page seventy-three. I have, I have it on. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's on page seventy-three, but on page seventy-seven of the PDF. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Let me just share that very quickly. Okay. Um... What does the plus one bonus mean? So that's for when you're making an opposed test um, to acquire something from someone who doesn't want to sell, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, so yeah, basically so it's it's a bonus if you're making a test as a purchase as opposed to using capital. And that, that capital is individual for each of us? That's right. My capital is free. 
I have three, so that means that at minimum I have three with me. That's right. Okay. Okay. So we add the uh, sorry, we add the I'm cut, sorry, we add the two that we got for the resources roll to our own individual capital to determine what, Sure. Or is it two yeah, I mean two resource in total that can be added to a single capital thing or like how does that work exactly? Yeah, yeah. So so basically it's like you have two resources to spend that doesn't dip into your capital. If that makes any more sense. Um so you can spend the two and it doesn't affect your capital at all. Or if you want to make a bigger purchase, or if you didn't have resources rolled, you could still make a purchase, but it comes out of your capital. Um, but that's like your capital for the mystery. Okay, yeah. right. I would like to, if possible, <laughs> uh, buy myself a guard dog, because I was very much shot last time, and I am terrified. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would that be reasonable? I think so. I don't see any reason why not. Car, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm yeah. Thelma. Thelma was very close to dying, and she is right. very scared right now. What? What kind of like? Tell, tell me what your dog. What kind of dog is it? Oh, I don't know. What what kind of dogs existed <laughs> over there in that time? What, what kind of any type I of mean, dogs? My favorite sure. type of dog would be a Rottweiler, but I don't know if that's common in that time. Ask they existed at least yeah no. yeah i don't know i i think a rottweiler would be all right then i would reasonable i would uh, like a uh a rottweiler named amethyst okay <laughs> a rottweiler named amethyst i love it okay and of course i would like to with my remaining capital i would like to buy some liquor we don't have to worry about rottweilers it's apparently one of the oldest dog breeds in the world fantastic <laughs> all right uh, so we have the Rottweiler Amethyst and some more liquor. That uh, worked really well. Um, I'm thinking of a good lantern. But oh, I'm yeah. I don't know what it would be. I don't know if in the book there is something about this. Because uh, I'm guessing we'll have see. to walk around in the middle of the night on the boat. So yeah, okay. Actually, that's, yeah, that's a good bit of information that I didn't give you. Um, is that the ship is sort of going to be leaving in the sort of um, kind of like mid-afternoon, late afternoon. The idea is to make the crossing overnight. Most people are sleeping, so that, that may very well be the case. So there's um, a hurricane lamp that you can get across, has an availability of one. And how much it cost? Yeah, so one. one okay, so room. hurricane lamp. Yeah. Do I need to buy anything with it? And the bonus is one or...? Uh, it's a two bonus uh, for investigation and darkness. And yes! I am definitely getting myself a notebook and paper because I apparently didn't have that. So, <laughs> um, What else could be useful? Okay, so uh, I use my capital, so whoever yep. wants to use the resources is fine. Um, I, had a, I had a fancy disguise... Oh last time did I, did I purchase that do you remember i think you just had that i think that's oh, was that part of, part of my part of my character okay so i don't need to buy yeah. that that's fine um because that could come in handy i mean i probably would try and make sure that i've got some sort of um sailor elements in my disguise kit before like adding it to it before we leave because i could see that, that coming in handy sense. yeah um i might look at buying some poison okay mm-hmm 
Um, two doses of the strong poison for two. Um, but I, I might buy more depending on how many resources we've got left. So I can I can buy two doses of strong poison just with two resources. Um, it costs two, and that's my current that's my current capital level, I believe. Okay. Or was it one? Uh, yours? I mean, so mine might have been like, one actually. You rolled a lot of resource dice. I feel like yours is five. No, but that, but it's not my capital though, right? No, but they are related. What's your what's your dice? Four dice. Four dice. Oh, it's capital two. I'm financially stable. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at two. Two capital. So yeah, I could just buy that off the bat. But if for three, I could get one dose of extremely strong poison. Um, oh, and I, we I just still got the two resources, right? Exactly. So if somebody else doesn't yeah. need to use the resources for anything, if I that's possibly the only thing I think I would want to buy. Maybe a second pistol could come in handy. Um, potentially, I don't know how much they cost though. Two, I think. Three. Four. Yeah, nope. I'm not doing that then. You know what? I, now that I'm thinking about it, one of these canes that has a hidden blade. That, that sounds like what? Like cool. Hmm. Like um, cane. A, if yeah, we're like going a... on a ship, maybe a book of maps would be useful. <laughs> sea shots and the like. I can see that. Um, there is a thing. There's a map book, yeah, which would cost two. Yeah, if you, uh, Tony, you're talking about myself. having a um, a sort of blade and a cane or something. Mm -hmm. I think we can totally do that. Um, <laughs> okay. And we'll say we'll say that's like a, an availability two. I'm happy to do that. Okay, the price that I use one probably for my I don't know how much I use for the for, for the lamp. It's just one. So I have two left. Yep. So you can cover it. Uh, okay. So what could be dam well you can terminate the damage and all that. It's probably the same uh, damage as a quarter staff and a dagger which have the same stats one and one. I would exactly. Yeah. That would yeah, that's exactly my idea. It's just automatically sort of uh, it's subtle. hidden, so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. so it's damage one, range one, and bonus two. Uh, bonus one, damage one, um, no real range. range. I mean, it would be like your close range. Yeah, close range. Very nice. Yeah, I'm going to be working out with a cane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what does it look like? I don't know. I'm thinking a, a cane with a little duck. Oh, the... that's awesome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like a little duck coming out. and Yeah. And so, so is this one of the ones where like the blade sort of like in uh, like at the bottom, or is it in the handle? Like, is it something you pull out? So I think I would pull out from the from the handle, and okay. that's it. And then my half like a dagger back. inside, which you lock. Great, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. With a duck at the end, like <laughs> yes. great. I love it. Uh, I was thinking we might need some binoculars. That might I think might might be reasonable for looking out for things at sea. It is yeah. true that, yeah, these orbs were seen sort of out at sea, so perhaps do having have, binoculars. Do we have any so, resources? Yeah, so if somebody's, some of you have got three resources, you've been buying things for two. So if you use one of the resources to get that, that that brings you up to five, right? You bought something for two, you're buying that for two, and that uses um, that uses four. So that uses up one of the resources. I, I, can, I can put away the liquor and get the binoculars. 
Okay. <laughs> and then if I use the if I use the last resources that we got to get one dose of extremely strong poison, because if we're gonna use poison, I don't think we're gonna need. To, we hopefully won't need to use it more than once, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll do that. You're going to try to poison a ghost? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Absolutely not for the ghost. Absolutely no, not I for know. the ghost. Oh look, it's Party Simon again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the strobe. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so it sounds like we have our thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, on the Monday, you, you've taken some time acquiring your, your, your various pieces, gathering the clues that you have so far. On the Monday, when the, the ship's bound to arrive, you leave from your, your hotel again, and the weather is, is completely pleasant and wonderful as you sort of come down the street toward, toward the docks, um, or at least the docks where the, the happy Bothnian is set apart from. Um, and um, the Happy Bothnian itself um, is sort of a a long, it kind of looks like a, a middle of the, the 19th century sort of, sort of steamship. So it's like, it's the kind of thing where it looks like a traditional ship in a way, like it still has masts, um, has a large sort of paddle wheel on one side, but of course also a, a um, steam shaft, a, a steam pipe coming out from behind like the pilot house, which is the one really bit of superstructure on this. It's kind of like the uh, the hull of the ship and there's like this uh, raised bit of superstructure which is like the pilot house. That's all uh, painted white whereas the um, the hull of it is, is kind of like wood, just wood colors really. Um, the um, the paddle wheel itself is, is a very vibrant red. Um, it looks in, in good condition. It's, it's sort of well taken care of. Um, again this is a, a sort of a ship that's its uh, clientele is, is of the, the more upper crust, generally. Um, as you're you're coming down the docks and approaching, the sort of first mate is there, um, ushering in like a couple more of the, the guests. No one looks particularly noteworthy or, or anyone you, you recognize. Surely some people have boarded already. Um, and also, uh, coming off the, the quay, like going down into the cargo hold, um, there are a, there's like a small herd of pigs, like sort of squealing and, squir and squirming and, and moving around, making all sorts of noise, like in the background, um, as they're being led into the lower bounds of the ship. The first mate is there waiting for you. He's um, very sort of um, well pressed um, and, uh, and uh, shaved and very sort of and sort of sturdy looking. Um, he has a saber at his belt, like it looks like a, a naval, um, a naval pattern. And um, he greets you. Uh, his name is um, Stefan. And he sort of, um, as you hand over your tickets, um, he looks at them and he says, "Oh, you're with the society." Yes, indeed. Well. Do, uh, okay. <laughs> Did you know us? Did I, you know I, the society? I knew to expect you. The, the captain um, it will be inviting you this evening to uh, dine in, in her stateroom with some of the other notables on board. I, I think she's 
very much looking forward to meeting you and, and seeing that there are no other troubles on our journey. Um, of course not. So, thanks for the invite. <laughs> where, where, where are our rooms? Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, unless you have anything else directly to ask him, he sort of um, directs you to, to board um, that they'll uh, be leaving I'll, soon. Go ahead. I'll ask him what troubles uh, he's been referring to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steer so, the high, but... <laughs> yeah, he, um, he, he nods at you, you somebody. He kind of like comes a little closer and he says, um, you were hired to look into the, the strange happenings right aboard the ship. Yes, yes. I'd, I'd like to know your, your first-hand experience with these strange happenings. I see. Uh, make a manipulation roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that is a total of six dice. Dice roll. Damn it. I will push it. Okay. Ah! Okay. <laughs> um, he says, I have my personal, personal experiences really don't come to bear here. I've, I've had very little trouble myself. Now, please, if, if you don't mind, your, uh, your, your cabin is on the first deck. It's a very luxurious cabin on the uh, port side uh, toward, the, toward the bow. You'll have no trouble finding it, and there, there will be a steward to assist you. I hope you enjoy your, your, your journey. Thank you very much. And I walk in with my cane. How does he respond, like, react to the dog coming on board? Uh, he's fine with it. Um, <clears throat> okay. He doesn't seem to react to it at all. Um... Selma, uh, what condition did you take? I took angry. I am angry at this. <laughs> at this. At this first mate. I am angry at Stefan for making my job harder than it already has to be. <laughs> yeah, okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'm tired of dealing with spirits, and now I have to deal with humans who don't want to collaborate on the very thing we were hired to do. Yes, and, and, uh, and, and Amadeo is angry, too, so he's probably really clicking a stick. Um... <laughs> Okay, excellent. Um, so, so you're you're invited aboard, um, and there are stairs in front of the, um, sort of in front of the the piloting, um, the piloting bridge that I mentioned previously that lead down to the first deck, where your um, where your quarters are. Um, I'm just grabbing my map. So. Um, as you head down, actually, sorry. So heading down to the first deck. Uh, as you go down to the, the first deck, what you enter into is um, a sort of uh, a very wide open space with like these beautiful windows along both like the port and starboard sides, letting in uh, a lot of light. It's cleared of any sort of furniture. It's the, this beautiful sort of um, very well polished like hardwood floor. This is clearly like a central ballroom and like gathering spot, sort of on the immediate um, as you as you come down from the outside and then there's another set of stairs which leads down to the passenger um, or like yeah the passenger cabin's deck um, that's going to be where your uh, quarters are 
However, you, you do take notice that on one end of this ballroom is the captain's stateroom. Uh, that's toward the stern. And then toward the bow side, you can see that there's a um, library and what looks to be like a, like a saloon type bar type place. Um, and those are both um, going toward the bow. Uh, but to get to your quarters, uh, you head down to the next deck as, as directed by, by the stewards. And so at, at each level, as you go down, there's a steward to sort of direct uh, exactly where you're going. Again, very well pressed in sort of, you know, white uniform. And I want to be, um, I don't know if, if people seem to be looking at us, especially. Mainly they uh, uh, maybe they so, don't know. Yeah, right now, like the, the crew is sort of watching you as you're coming down. Like they basically want to get everyone sort of in and yeah. in their places before letting you wander about the place mm -hmm. um, because they're, they're trying to leave um, mm -hmm. deck. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what what did you have in mind? No, I was thinking if they are looking at us with suspicion because you now we are the society and we are here to do something, uh, you know. But but maybe you know maybe only the first mate knows. So, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, you don't get the sense that the stewards have any particular idea of, of who you are or why you're here. They're just treating you like everyone else, yeah. um, and they're they're just trying to order you around yeah. to, down to where you need to be. Um, right. So. You, uh, if you continue along, you go down to the second deck, which is the um, passenger cabins. And sort of your cabin is all the way, um, again, to the port on the left side of the ship or the um, bow. Um, and so it's actually one of the, the fancier ones. So as soon as you you come inside, like you have your, your keys for the door. Um, and for four um, people? So we are all sharing. Yes, uh, and so, but this is like quite a large cabin. Like it has separate rooms, there are couches, um, there are a couple beds inside like this adjoining part of the cabin. Uh, you have your own windows along on the left and you're not on the sort of mid side of the ship that would have the wheel going. So it's, it's very nice. Um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, very nicely kept. Um, there's like a sort of drinks cabinet off to one side with you know, very nice uh, glassware and, and um, mini bar yeah that's what i was wondering yeah uh it's not stocked oh but but they, they just assume you brought your own or you go to the bar upstairs you know yeah um, um yeah just pulls out one of his bottles and it's like oh, always have it. i always have something handy yeah i will not let you drink alone Yelmar. come here let's have one this is a nice room let's enjoy it Selma reaches out for her liquors, but finds binoculars instead. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, Amadeo... It I becomes more it's angry. <laughs> yes, it's like, damn it, it's right, I didn't buy those. I have to say that this, I was not expecting this luxury. I was expecting something ah. more mundane, but this is quite nice. I think we can enjoy this mystery quite a lot. Either the captain is very generous, or she wants to keep us in her good graces. I told you, maybe she wants us to lie and to say, you know, just to keep the crew in check. Stay on a nice boat trip? Yeah, why not? Let's drink well, to that. Well, I mean to enjoy it, and I actually find one of the bar glasses, and I pour up a little bit of whiskey that I have with me, and I give some to Amadeo, and it's like, do a successful investigation. And they you have find, when you when you pour the uh, the amount for Amadeo, <laughs> you when you kind of look up, you see Sven there standing kind of um, expectantly nearby as well. Well, not saying anything. <laughs> might as well, might as well. And then I pour another glass for you. Uh, <laughs> then, good chat. You know good what's going to happen, right? 
Selma, poor Selma. Oh. oh, I didn't think ladies liked whiskey, and I pour another one for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, Selma will sit down at the bar with her, her recently acquired drink, and mm -hmm. kind of lean back towards it and say, "So, so what exactly is our objective here? Like, I'd like to be maybe get us all on the same page. Are we trying to? What are we trying to do?" I would say enjoy the afternoon until dinner and see what exactly my, the captain expects of us. My plan, as of now, is to look at the crew a little bit and mm -hmm. to look at the people on this boat <laughs> and see what they are like. So I was thinking about after taking this drink, we'd go to the salon and have a little bit of a chat with the local. On a second drink? I, I, I get that, that as, as, a, as a plan, but I'm, what I'm asking is, what is our final objective here? Are we trying to uncover the truth? Are we trying to, you know, become friends with this captain and validate her theory that nothing strange is happening here? Yelma we... leans forward from this fancy lover couch he sits in and he's like, I see no problem in doing both, Selma. We'll just see what happens. Just try to enjoy yourself for the moment. It's been a long time since I was in a room this nice. I need to take another sip. Here's to that. What, what do you think about me disguising myself as as a, as a servant? You, as a servant, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, no. I, think, I think we I, all laugh together listen. in unison. <laughs> I realize, no, I realize that, doing such, that doing such a thing would appear to be far beneath my station, but I, I can absolutely pull it off. I'm, I'm very skilled. I'm more confident that you would be able to give a perfect impersonation of a German aristocrat, uh, maybe uh, von... Findelberg or something like that. You want but... to you want to speak to the crew and find something out. If I if I if I disguise myself as one of the common people, then we're bound to get that information much much quicker. Yeah, go to the furnaces. I'm sure you're gonna enjoy that. <laughs> I don't. Sven rolls to... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I... Rolls to disguise himself. Oh, take a minus minus three penalty. To... <laughs> No, no, no. Let's... <coughs> Selma, is, Selma is going to test Sven by treating him as a lowly servant and ask him, like, very meanly to, to fill up her drink. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, does, how does Sven react to this? Oh, I see. I'm, I'm not in disguise yet, Selma. <laughs> I'll, hand it, I'll hand it back okay. to you. Okay. So, I just, just say this, Sven. Could you say, hello, I would like to have a talk with you, but in commoner speak. Come on, do a bit of slang for me, would you? <laughs> hello, mate. <laughs> it would help. Hello, fella. <laughs> hello, mate. How would you like to have a beverage with me? And talk about this, talk about this, this captain of ours. <laughs> What say you, chap? Hello, <laughs> fellow sailors. <laughs> Comes up in this ridiculous Captain Haddock sweater and he's like, oh, hello. No, anyway, let's stop. Let's stop messing about with Sven. He, he can do what he needs. He's an adult. Um, 
I, I, you're all you're all kind of laughing, and I'm I'm kind of winking at you, um, because I have fallen I have fallen on hard times, and I think I would be a, I would be I probably wouldn't to be a passable sailor, but yeah, not quite as you aristocratic include... as I'd like to think I am. Yeah, what's that? Oh, I was just gonna say you did you did include sailor elements in your your costume kit. So. Yeah, but that's just that's just clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I oh I know I know. Um, Sailor anyway. elements. Yeah, yeah. No, instead of passing we... myself off as a, yeah as a servant, but yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, shall um, we go to the bar then? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm fi- I, I'm finished mocking you. Uh, let's go <laughs> to the bar and see what the guests are like. Hmm. Let's let's. So um, and so, <clears throat> while you've been having this this conversation, the ship has started pulling away from from the dock, and it seems to be underway. In that that you'd be free to, to do exactly that. Uh, here's the thing. Um, I think this is uh, fantastic. If one of you wants to sort of spend like the liquor that you had had, um, you can count this as sort of like as a. Uh, actually, you don't even have to do that. I mean, this is sort of like relaxation. So, so Salma and Amadeo, you can lose your your angry condition. You've sort of had this. Uh... I can use it. It's fine. And Sven gains the angry condition. From... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, an angry drunk. I just erase it now from my. Yeah, cream. yeah. Just, just uncheck angry. Yeah. Um, Perfect. You both, you both can do that. It's a sort of like a rest and relaxation moment. Um, excellent. So, so are you all going to the bar, or um, are you splitting up to do different things? Where... Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm going to the bar at least. Um, oh, and no. before, yeah. oh. and before doing so, uh, because I was wearing this like townsman clothes before, you know, as you would in, in Stockholm. Uh, Yamo switches over to a slightly more casual tweed suit. Okay. Uh, because he, he this is this is a trip and you need to look comfortable. Though Tweed is still classy, so Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and Salma and Sven, are you are you both going uh, with the others for for the bar or are you gonna look for other things? Yeah, no, Selma is going to uh behave until we've actually spoken to the captain. I have some some ideas of things to do, but I'd like to have dinner with the captain before I ruin everything. Hmm. Okay. Something, uh, Selma, you didn't bring your yes. camera. Yes, I did, of course. Maybe <laughs> this could be a good opportunity to take pictures of the passengers and the crew to, you know, infiltrate. I like that, yes, definitely. You know. I think I'm not going to disguise myself just yet. I think, <laughs> okay. I think, um, like, like Selma, I'll want to just get the lay of the land a little bit first. Um, okay, and as a result, they're going to the, the like the the kind of common drinking area, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's not really like a common drinking area. There's like the the fancy saloon slash billiards parlor, um, and that's it. Like, there's also a, right. a dining area. You so this been there yet, this would be involved. where the Okay, so the, the kind of the crew wouldn't really be in this area. No, the crew, yeah, unless they're they're serving, they're not. Okay, then I, I would definitely be going along. Okay. I was um, hoping very slightly that we we're going to pass off uh, as one as my servant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you would know that the the crew decks are the next decks beneath yours. So that's where the crew quarters okay. would be. Um, okay. How many decks um, are there on the ship? 
Do we know? Uh, four. Uh, okay. and, and that includes so the deck, does it? Yeah, so I'll give you like the sort of rundown. So there's the main deck, which is the one above you. Um, that's the one with sort of like the amenities, like the, count, the captain's stateroom, the ballroom, the library. Uh, there's a dining room, and there is a billiard slash saloon um, up there. Now, you're on the passenger's deck, which is the second deck. Um, and that has the, the very nice passenger's cabins, including yours. Uh, there's a third deck which is the crew deck. Um, that's where the sort of galley is. Um, some, like the, probably the turbines for the, uh, the wheel is down there. And then beneath that is the cargo deck and where the boiler is like that. Okay. And um, I, will, I will make a player friendly version of the map for, for next time. Uh, so, okay. I, I don't imagine we're gonna finish this in an hour. No. Um, okay. It's very interesting already. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so Bye you, you uh, go up the stairs together. Um, Sama, if you do want to be sort of mingling with the the sort of the the other passengers, maybe in the taking pictures in the ballroom or something, like setting up like a little stand, that sounds like something you could do, or you could, you could go anywhere else you wanted to do that. Um, but oh, I, do, I think I'm, I'm thinking like the ballroom sounds nice because you have a lot of light. Um, but it's up to you. Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely mingle with the uh, uh, higher class passengers. Mm -hmm. uh, take some pictures. Perhaps uh, mention that yeah, I'm writing an article about the happy Bothian and you know and and everything like that. And, and in my notes, I I already have an article started that's called the haunted Bothian. The titles there already in my notes. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell. There. I'm not gonna tell it that. <laughs> but just leave it there so people see it. Like, oh yeah, write <laughs> this article and see how they if they look uh, <laughs> scared or they mention something. Why not? That's a neat trick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want to while you're taking pictures, being looking for, looking for any type of information uh, specifically? Hmm. You don't have to be. Um, you could just be ingratiating yourself, but or or just I looking might, in. I might, I might, might, might very subtly ask these people, these uh, famous, important people, as I take their picture, if they've been on the Bothian before, if you know what, how their experiences have been, how do they like it here? You know, very, very subtle. Mm -hmm. Any negative comments, or is it just excellent? Because I think it's excellent. I think it's wonderful. It is amazing. Okay. <laughs> That sounds really good. We'll we'll <laughs> use that. So you leave you leave Selma to to begin doing this, and we'll get back to Selma and what what you find as 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 you're going about this. Um, uh, Sven, Amadeo, and Hilmar, you continue on toward toward the saloon and and uh, billiards parlor. Um, going inside um, at the billiards table, um, Sven. You recognize immediately um, Baron Hermann and Baroness Sarah Gillenbrook. And you know them because they purchased your family's old estate <laughs> as you had run on hard times. Sorry, and Hermann, Hermann and Sarah. And what was the surname again? Uh, Gillenbrook. Okay. So you're going to find a use for that poison, huh? 
Um, in this exact moment, uh, they have not noticed you. Uh, Herman is is perfecting his billiard skill, skills with his his cue, and he's sort of down over. The I am table going to and... I'm going to turn smartly on my heel, grab uh-huh. Hjalmar by the by the shoulder, and say, "Do not mention me to that man at the billiards table." I'm gonna walk straight back to our cabin and get in disguise. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so as Sarah is sort of like cooing over her, her, these are both sort of middle-aged people. She's sort of cooing over her husband's excellent trick shot, dear. Um, uh, Sven makes his makes his escape kit disguise. Uh, Hjalmar and Amadeo, aside from this middle-aged couple that Sven seems to have uh, reacted to very strongly, um, there there are a few other people in here. Um, uh, they 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 look yeah as as you would expect generally well to do um pretty pretty even mix of mo- most people here are sort of middle aged there are a couple of younger people uh, there are no children um and and of course a very sort of smart looking bartender um, who uh, looks up at you expectantly as as you come in um, and uh, he's just doing the bartender thing of cleaning glasses. Yeah, Yelma sits down at the bar and orders, I don't know, what kind of drink would you order? Uh, he's going to go for a drink, not a straight one, and he's, he's, he orders something fancy on the menu. Okay. And then he sort of sits down and he shouts a little bit. But what, he, what he's basically doing is that he's trying to read the room, see what people are like, see what kind of people are here, and what how they are interacting with each other, basically observing everything as it happens. Instead of interacting with anyone trying to create a reaction, he's just reading everything as it goes. Okay, excellent. Um, I'm at know. Uh, how about you? What are you? Oh, we'll ask also for a fancy drink. Yeah. And basic, and I will ask the barman. Oh, you know, um, I'm wondering um, if you guys have a doctor's office in this boat. Oh. Well, there is, um, we, we do uh, have someone on board who, who is um, uh, a nurse, uh, is required, of course, uh, by, by, the, by the needs of the crew. You don't have to worry about that. Nothing, nothing bad ever happens on these voyages. Um, but, but, but yes, um, in the, the sort of crew decks, there's, a, a, there's an infirmary. If, if you go, if you go Just yes. to be known that I'm a practitioner of medicine and oh, it required it's yes. very good to have you doctor I... yes so you know i'm quite happy to be on this on this ship and i just want everyone to enjoy but so you know that if if the crew or anybody else needs my abilities i'll be quite happy to attend them no matter what time this is incredibly generous i don't know what to say i, I will i'll pass on the word i beyond my my purview of course but i want you you should mention it to the ship steward that that uh you are we have an attending physician aboard it yeah um, where can I, yeah where can i find that steward uh, you can often uh find those stewards uh probably in the in the ballroom looking for for fresh <coughs> yeah. by the stairs you, you would have passed Excuse them me. on the way in yes yes really my head, my head. it's it's fine well, again we're, we're very glad to Glad to have you. I, I I hope you enjoy your drink and, and the journey. I, um, yes, Thank of you. course. 
If there's anything else I could do for you, please let me know. Not for now. Maybe some peanuts. <laughs> 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 um okay let's see um i think it'll be interesting to to pop back to spin i want to see what spins up to as he, he goes through the ballroom who are you taking a picture of salma salma as sven goes through the ballroom are you want me to, like to describe who i am no no sorry oh, okay. uh that's that, that would be clever i wish i had thought of that but <laughs> Uh, that's like next level. That's great. Um, but no, some of like as as Sven's going back toward toward the cabins. Who are you taking just to set the scene for Sven as he's going through? Perhaps some uh, uh, your classical your your typical rich merchant. Okay. Yeah. Short, stocky, with a big mustache, kind of thing. Right. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and and while nice. I'm taking these pictures, I'm definitely trying to make contacts for, you know. The, 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 my 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 real profession and not this not the face ah, okay. and hunting thing not to, yes. to make some actual money <laughs> okay excellent yeah we can definitely work with that okay um all right so yeah Sven, you know, know, selling myself off sorry selling myself off to the person you know I, I was the one that wrote that story you know that that, that famous story you know that one yes 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 <laughs> i i read that you wrote that this is splendid i'm glad to have you taking my is is this going to go into another of your stories? You said you were writing a um a a story about well, the ship or so, or something like this. Yes, yes, the history of the Happy Bothian. Oh, yes, yes. You know, I have uh, this isn't my first time on the the, the Happy Bothian making the passage. I, I, last, last year, I had, I had taken a, a similar journey, indeed. And he kind of twirls. <laughs> It's the strangest thing, you know. Um, so, you know, as as a regular passenger like myself, you you notice sometimes other crew members that that, that come along, and um, well, so here's the thing. Last year is you you've heard of the the trouble with the previous captain, I'm sure. I have dreadful suicide. <laughs> What if I told you that I had been on that ship that very same night? Indeed. You would be delighted I... to take us anecdotes, please, to tell me what? everything you know. So here's the strangest thing. I was on board, and there was... Excuse me for saying it this way. I, I, don't, I don't mean to be offensive or, or denigrating of anyone, but... Uh, there was some Russians <laughs> on board. Uh, one of them looked, well, he looked like a a, a well-ordered chap. Uh, Well-versed in the ways of the world. But the ones he was with, they were sort of more strange. Um, peasantish, if you will. And... How dreadful. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I was... I was uh, heading through the corridors the, the night before the captain, and I heard the strangest noise from their from from their quarters. Like strange, um, well, you, you know the, the the church over there. They had these these strange like uh, hymns and, and and things like that. I, I imagine that's what it was. It's, it's very out of order. That's uh, to to have like your your private I don't know hymn singing session or something. I didn't. And I couldn't understand anything they were saying. I've never 
bother to learn the language. It's anyway. Uh, yes, and, and I've seen these very same ones on the ship here tonight. Could you point them out to me? I don't know where they are, and I don't know which which cabin they're in. I, I, uh, but but I had seen them when we, we were boarding earlier. It's uh, uh, one of them, as I said, a, a very sort of well, uh, you could say European dressed man, and then two others uh, seemed a bit strange. Uh, they had a fourth one with them, uh, which wasn't with them the last time. He was a, a young man. Uh, he was in a, a state of drunken disorder, though, I tell you. They, they basically had to carry him on. But I mean, I get I don't mean to be denigrating, but you know, stories of these russians right um yes of course <laughs> yes anyway it's it's all very strange and coincidental what you wouldn't you say it, it really is and may i say you have an amazing ability of observation and memory it, it must be the reason why you're successful of course yes yes of course yes <laughs> uh, well I, i'm glad you see it that way um and um his name What is his name? His name is, uh, mm, I didn't give him a name yet. Uh, he is, um, he's Johan. Okay. Um, I would love to, Johan, after this, uh, after this, uh, trip on the, uh, on the happy both here. Perhaps we could arrange for me to write a story on, on, on your personal success, on your company. Oh. <laughs> Let me have your contacts, of course, please, please. And, and so he starts writing out like uh, his little card. Excellent. Uh, Sven, uh, you head down to get disguised. Mm. How do you disguise yourself? Yeah, I'm thinking about how best to do this. And because of my my lingering defect my stiff body from uh yes. from before i'm thinking i'm gonna go with an elderly an elderly costume an elderly okay. disguise and yeah. i I'm, I'm clean shaven normally so one of the disguise things i have are various bits of facial hair and i've got um i do have like an elderly mustache you know grand mustache gray um mm -hmm. i put some powder or whatever i need to do into my hair to make it gray as well um, and I, I get out some clothes that are kind of, um, creased and rumpled and not particularly fine, um, but still respectable, like a, like a, right. a thin jacket to go over my, my own clothes to just kind of tie everything together. And I'll have a kind of, um, maybe a, some sort of, uh, I don't know that, I don't know the type of headwear that would be worn, but I want to pass myself as a, off as a, some sort of elderly middle age, uh, middle class sort of level of, in society, right? Okay. Um, not particularly aristocratic or, or anything like that. So, but not also not, um, you know, down on my luck or you know, um, like a working class sort of uh, person. Yeah. Um, excellent. Okay. And I'll be kind um, of leaning into like my my stiff body to kind of make myself limp a little bit. Um, just just a, just a slight sort of like stiff leg sort of thing as I'm yeah. as I go back. And you, you kind of and have an advantage from your defect. Yeah. That's excellent. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, Sam was having this conversation with your friend. Sven had gone down to start getting changed. 
Um, Hjalmar, you've been sort of watching the room. Um, the Baron and Baroness seem ready to leave and that, you know, the, the uh, Baroness says to him, oh, we, we really should retire to our quarters. We're going to have a late, a late evening in the, the, the captain's, uh, the captain's stateroom for the dinner. And I, I would dreadfully like a nap, um, before then. Um, so they start getting up to go. Um, they're going to start heading down to the passengers, uh, deck. Do you, do you react to this in any way, um, Yalmar? There's no one else of like notable in the room, I presume. Um, I, no one that that seems uh, really to to sort of stand out. Though though at some point, like <clears throat> as as they're getting ready to leave, um, you see this uh, stout, very happy little merchant man um, start coming <laughs> in like from the other side with his very fancy mustache, and he looks very pleased with himself. Uh, I was actually going to react to them saying that by turning from my chair where I've been drinking and being like, mm -hmm. "Oh, you're going to the to the dinner at the captain's office as well." Yeah. Uh, so, so, so Baron... sort of looking, sort of looking surprised and happy, of course. Like, ah, of course, there's other people, and he starts shit chatting a little bit, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, Baron uh, Herman, like, sort of like. Uh, taps his wife arm like to sort of stop her from, from going out and he turns and uh, says, oh, yes, uh, we, we will be there. I, I to understand you, you will be there too. I, I apologize. I, I don't recognize you. Oh, you don't know me? I am, I am uh, Mr. Hjalmar Bjorkman. And I shake his hand. Hjalmar Bjorkman. Mr. Hjalmar he does not offer his hand to you uh, immediately. <laughs> um, he has them sort of uh, in, in, in his pockets. Um, How but, rude. <laughs> but uh, if you sort of extend your hand to him, like he, uh, he looks a little surprised. Um, and he kind of looks at it for a minute, like consideringly. And then uh, he's like, you know, he kind of does like, the, like a little shrug, like, oh, I can, I can. I can converse with the common man, um, and and he uh, he, uh, he takes your hand and uh, gives a sort of like a, a one firm like shake, and he's like, "Well, it's a, I, I I look forward to, to seeing you later. Um, of course, it's nice to meet you, Mister Mister York. Uh, what is your line of work? Oh, I'm a detective. <laughs> a detective. My at the Baroness, uh, and he turns uh, to the Baroness, who seems very anxious to leave. Um, he's like, the Baroness is, is quite a fan of these uh, these detective stories. I, I don't know if you have read such, such pulpy things, but uh. <laughs> I've read a f I've read a few. Uh, the Poe one was all right. Yes, yes. I, I have, I'm afraid I, I, I have not uh, part. part. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Don't, don't you know, dear? Don't you know? And, and he turns to the, to the Baroness. Amadeo, are you doing anything during this? Or um, I, I think in the meantime, I tried to mention the same thing that I mentioned to the barman to the steward, and I came uh -huh. back. Okay. Uh, I was yeah. sitting next to Simon, yep. so when he starts chit chatting, I will also stand up and introduce myself as Doctor Amadeo Sanchez de Ocaña. Or can oh, the Uppsala University and Hospital, 
with yes. um, private practice, of course, too. Yes. Well, and and you are going to be at the state dinner as well. As well, we have been invited um, by the captain personally. I see. Well, it it sounds like we we will have fine company, of course. Um, Unless you I guess, have any specific questions, you can sort of chit-chat with them for a while, but they seem... To... I will ask, uh, actually, um, so, is this your first time on this marvelous ship? Uh, no, we, we have made the, the crossing once before. Um, it was... Um, oh, wait, wait, when was it, dear? It was two years ago, I believe. Two years ago? Yes. How was it? Was it peaceful? It, it, it went fine. It was a different captain. And I, I look forward to meeting the new one. Oh, I think you mean Captain Erickson. Yes, yes, um, exactly. I, I, I imagine he moved on to other things. Um, 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 you knew him well? No, no, no. We, of course, we had, we had met him in the state dinner on that voyage uh, as we are meeting this mm -hmm. uh, young uh, Captain uh, Olivia this time. Mm. I would be happy to hear more about uh, the trip of yours last time. You know, maybe tonight you can tell us some stories about it. I would be I would be happy to do so. Uh, of course. Um, now, 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 every gentleman will please, will please excuse us. My, the Baroness needs, needs, her, needs her rest, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Can um, I can I have arrived just then? Just do you want to have arrived? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just before just before he's or just as he's making his um his uh excuses to leave. I'd like to I'd like to kind of appear <clears throat> appear at like just at his side. Yep. Okay. Kind of stooped over and looking yep. looking at him with my hand with my hand outstretched like I want to shake his hand and clear my throat. <clears> throat> Oh, um, hey, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, may I help you? Knut Anderson. it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Knut Baron, what was your name? Uh, uh do, do I know you from somewhere, Anderson? You seem like you might be familiar. yes, 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 yes. Indeed. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let me take your hand, good, good sir. Uh, uh, very well. I, uh, I'm sorry. Where, where do I know you from? He offers you his hand. I'm gonna clap it with my other hand and just squeeze it as hard as I can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. A pleasure. A pleasure. A pleasure. In indeed. I. Uh, but you still have me at a disadvantage. I. Indeed, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just going to be grasping it as hard as I can. Yeah, yeah he looks uh, uncomfortable, to say the least. Um, and perplexed as to where he seems to have known you from, if he does at all, and uh, what your importance is. I'll let go of his hand well, eventually. Yes. Without answering okay. his question, of course. Yes. Uh, well, I... Are, are you going to be at the state dinner as well, Anderson? Yes, 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 yes. I must, must, must eat to keep hale and hearty. Yes. 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 
Of course, of course, a, a man of your uh, elevated position in society. <laughs> experience. I'll give him a good slap on the shoulder. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. yeah. You kind of like you young chaps. So, so funny. It. So funny. <laughs> I shall uh, see you anon. Yes. Yes. Uh, indeed. Indeed. Uh, this evening. Uh, please. Uh, on our way. And so they, they head out. Um, okay. So. Um. Sami, you're, you're you're having this um, this time out there in the, the sort of ballroom. You saw you saw Sven come out. I don't know if uh, you would have recognized Sven as he as he came out, uh, or if you had known. Probably not. He's probably done a pretty good job. Um, <laughs> what you do what you do notice is suddenly it begins to rain. Um, Whereas before it had been sunny and sort of beautiful and warm, there hadn't been a cloud in the sky. And then, like, you can hear it on the windows sort of all around you. Like, very quickly the sky starts darkening. Um, and there's, like, the, the pitter-patter of, of pretty heavy raindrops kind of, like, hitting against, against the windows all around you. Um, and everything sort of starts getting a bit darker, both because it's getting later in the day and now you have rain that's moved in um, seemingly out of um that's where we are uh do do you all meet up or um yeah i do want to proceed uh, i'll nudge i'll that... nudge hjalmar in the ribs and give him a wink and say it's me hjalmar <laughs> looks at you uh and it's like yes knut i know <laughs> Mm. I look a bit crestfallen at that. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be staying in this disguise, I guess, for the duration of this journey. I have history. I have history with the Baron, and and his wife. Um, yeah, he looks like common people. Yeah, but are you I, I, sure you're gonna go to the table to the dinner tonight, like in this disguise? I don't look. I don't look common. I look like. I'm the same. I look like I'm from the same kind of social class as all of you. Okay. So if you want to call yourself common, then you may. You may as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How rude! Uh, I, I, I. Well, I mean, how are we handling the fact that Sven was invited to this dinner and not Sven? <laughs> this person. I am. Sure, uh, I might have a talk with the captain. Describe your delicate situation. Oh. What delicate situation? Yeah. Yes, maybe the way to handle this is to to don't don't describe the delicate situation. Maybe describe it as I've I've I have history. Not that I have history. Um, that I I suspect the Baron potentially, and that we've discovered that he was he was on the previous on the previous um, journey. He's been he's traveled previously on the ship, and to keep my identity hidden from him, it's necessary for me to go incognito. What is this nonsense? I mean, I don't understand. What it's, have it's you with this Baron? <laughs> I have his, I have anything. history. I have. I have history with the Baron that would not be good to 
It, it would symbol... distract from our from our purpose of, for being here. We could tell the captain that this is how we operate. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, indeed. I just yes. I mean, unfortunately, that would that would tip off the captain that I am a man of of disguise, so that I am capable of changing myself at a whim into something completely different. <laughs> and uh, I think in this circumstance, it's it's necessary. Don't don't worry about the details of how I know of how I know the um, the Baron. It's just matters of aristocracy that I can't you would cannot be expected to understand. All right, then I will speak to the captain about our new member of our little society called Knut Anderson, and uh, that'll be it. You can. So, I found out some stuff about some Russians. So here, here's a here's a question. Do you have yes. this conversation in the saloon or in the ballroom? I would say somewhere private, definitely. Yeah. Do you go back to your quarters? I guess we we'd re- that would be the most quarters. That, that would, would be, be the, the most, most private, private place, but also in the ballroom you could be off to like a side, it's a pretty large room. So it's a. I think the ballroom makes sense. We don't have to retreat entirely, I guess. Hmm. As long as we're we make sure that no one's overhearing this yeah. particularly mm-hmm. delicate conversation. Yep, and I course, will definitely uh, fill them in on everything that Johan has told me. And yeah. I will say that these people are definitely suspicious. I mean, it is a uh, big coincidence. Um, just a, a question, speaking of nothing. Uh, do they have a, cr- a sort of um, guest manifesto so that you can see all the people that are supposed to be on the ship somewhere? I assume the captain. Yeah. Probably the captain. That, that would be something that you would expect exists. Or the first mate, maybe. We yeah. can talk with this I don't think it be probably wouldn't be available to us, though, unless we asked to see it. Yeah, I mean, right. we were supposed or... to be investigating this thing, so yeah, if yeah. we wanted yeah. to look, we probably could yeah. have a look. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was just asking. Um... Yeah. No, so, uh, I like what you're saying, Helmut. Maybe we can find about these Russians. Did you mention at least the name? If there, are, if there are any people with Russian names on the on the ship's manifest, we should be able to find hmm. it. Hmm. Uh, um, guest list. I'm going to pass off, I think, as a psychic. And it's going to be completely, you know, um, fake. Of course, but I think <laughs> I think we can. We can... <laughs> um, I think we can try and bring the captain on side and say that you know it's going to be parlor tricks, and it's going to be the the purpose for it is to see if there is if there is somebody playing on um, on this on these superstitions that potentially. Um, pretending to commune with with the dead captain might show some insight into somebody that's that's involved if that makes sense mm. Mm. that makes sense so that way she's kind of on board because if she's quite strict and she doesn't really believe in it she's quite rational about these things um she might get a bit funny about me trying to like hold a seance a fake seance um or something along those lines right so kind of, she probably needs to be tipped off about that as well. I'm just mentioning it to you because you're probably the best person to speak to her about it. Like, if we don't get a chance to talk to like 
pull her to one side. I don't know why I'm thinking you're the you're the <laughs> leader of this little troop at the moment. Other other than you're an invest like a professional investigator, so. Yeah, I, I mean, it, making saying that yeah. We brought along Sven didn't join. We brought along a psychic colleague who is going to provide the service for us this evening. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, so you're not actually going to tip her off that I'm um, that it's not real. I mean, I could say that it's a fake. Psychic well, let's leave it because it, no, that's that's a good idea. Actually, um, the only the only issue is that um, Stefan would have seen that I boarded as Sven. Doesn't matter. I mean, Amadeo mentions that that wouldn't matter. I mean, you could just didn't bother to change your name or bother him. We can talk about it later. Yeah, but the first Actually, the I... first mate might be at the dinner and he might be like, yeah. who's this person and where's the guy that you came on board with? I'll talk to the captain before mm. the dinner. So that's why I think it's important that <laughs> I because I didn't yeah. come on board in incognito. I've done it since we've come on yeah, board. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be important, true, true. I think. Well, well, if the captain, if the captain actually hired us to just calm everyone down and not actually do anything here, the faker we are, the more she'll, you know, like us. <laughs> well, we're saying all this and we don't know the captain yet. No, we don't. No, so, no, the, so the captain gonna... might be... Yes, go ahead. Maybe we could just talk to the captain and see what it's all about and then we'll decide how we approach it in the moment. Because I do agree. I mean, Amadeo mentioned that this idea of a fake psychic trying to maybe make a seance tonight. Maybe we'll unsettle people and, you know, it could give us some hints on what's going on. Oh, yes, give us some clues. Yeah. You know, while he spent does his little dance, could just be checking everyone and how they react does, to this. He does a real seance. <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> that would be horrifying. I think I've... <laughs> I think I've seen a um, I think I've seen a, fil a horror film fairly recently yep. where that happens. Anyway, a fake séance actually works in the end, and <laughs> bad shit. Do you have the medium talent? I don't. I, I might take it. I might. I'm, I'm kind of doing this with the thought of maybe taking that next time, because I think that uh -huh. might that could be quite fun. Like maybe I'm inadvertently opening doors to things that I don't really probably want to be opening doors to. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well, okay. So, should we go and talk to the captain? Let's go. Take the camera, Selma. Always. So, uh, I've got my poison, by the way, as well. Okay. Uh, just like in a, like a, like a vial, kind of. Yeah, it's 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 or... it's in a it's in a vial tucked into my into. I've got like a I've probably got like a this like a um. What are they called? Like these fake pockets, these hidden pockets. Sure. Somewhere. Maybe in my sleeve okay. even, so I can like I can kind of wiggle it out fairly easily into my hand. Okay. So uh to I, if you would to, to ask the, the steward where the captain is, he would, he would direct you that she would be in the um in the sort of pilot bridge, but you would be busy and best not disturbed. Right? But through that, you understand where she is. Um, if you continue on to go see her, um, you would kind of like go up these stairs. You kind of come up, and where where these come out is um, again like underneath the superstructure where the pilot bridge is kind of like above you. Uh, now it's sort of raining very heavily, so like going out these doors means you're going to immediately kind of get soaked and you kind of have to make your way around 
uh, to the side uh, to sort of access that. Um, so if you're all cool with that, you go outside, the rain is, is coming down very hard. Um, and it's strange because you realize that this rain is salty. Like it's not fresh water that's falling. Like there's a, a, there's a saltiness to it. Like when it hits your skin, like you can feel like, uh, well, I guess it doesn't dry immediately. So maybe you're not immediately aware, but, but yeah, there's like a strange saltiness to this water that's coming down around you. Um, is it necessary for us to go up onto like to go out into the rain? Yeah, so the, the way I have this set up, like, there is a, um, like, you come out, you're kind of, like, underneath the bridge. Like, there is, like, a, a small sort of, like, overhang that kind of goes around. Uh, so you don't have to get, like, soaked, soaked. Um, but you're kind of aware of the water, right? Like, it's this sort of, sort of heavy rain that even if you're kind of, like, in cover, like, you're still kind of getting some of it. Um, yeah, you don't have to go out, like, and get completely... No, it's fine. I think once I, once I see that we kind of have to we're going to get a bit wet. I'm going to probably go back and grab a blanket from the cabin to hold over okay. me. Because if my, if my disguise gets too wet, I've powdered, mm -hmm. I put powder in my hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. It would, it might, it might have some impact on your disguise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, again, yeah. you're not going to be going directly into the rain, so you're not going to get like That's fine. super wet. Uh, I, I could like, say that the blanket is, out. you know, the, the blanket is is needed for the seance or something as well. Sure, I'll, I'll think of something. Okay, but okay, okay, basically, because so I don't have an umbrella, I'm just gonna kind of be holding it up over me, over my head. You're an old man who's a psychic. Yeah, they're eccentric. It's fine. Exactly. Uh, Cricky so, joints. Yeah. Sven, uh, you you head off um, to to get the blanket. The others of you um, are up. You kind of go around the side, and Stefan is there, sort of by the door. Um, that would kind of lead up to the stairs into the, the pilot's bridge. Um, as you're approaching him, um, let's have somebody do. Uh, I forget. This has. Um, we have observation, vigilance. I need someone to do a vigilance check. Oh, is it vigilance? I can roll Any of vigilance. You. I could as well, but yeah, go on. Uh, okay. Vigilance. I hate when I do this. Always oh, the wrong dice rolling chat. That's six dice, I believe. <laughs> no successes. Do you want to push that roll? Hmm. Uh... Um... I mean, I don't really see a reason to. I'm, it's more or less a passive check, isn't it? It's more or less passive. I, I'm giving the op the option because that's part of the part of the thing. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, if you don't, that's fine. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't feel like he would he would push himself. Like it, there's nothing to push mm -hmm. really. So yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So so you, yeah, you head up and you're approaching um, Stefan. What you do see, Kjalmar, is you think you see someone kind of like off into the rain, like around the other side of the um, of the, the sort of piloting bridge, like behind like it seems to be just moving away like sort of beyond uh, where you are um, but kind of obscured from view, but there's someone who's like out there in the rain mm. um, but you, you weren't able to sort of uh, really just, just a very quick question because I need, this is, might be important 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swedish version of the talent, uh, eagle-eyed, or hawk-eyed, has plus, plus two to Vox Summit, which is either Vigilance or Observation. Oh, okay. Alright, alright, let me... Uh... Uh, when you are... Well, I, I guess it could possibly be relevant. Well, uh, let me... Uh, is it a general one or a private detective one? It's a private detective It's one. Vigilance. It's Vigilance in the book. Yeah, it's Vigilance. I'm trying to in- interpret... I, I, I imagine it would be. When you gain plus two to Vigilance when trying to interpret a situation you are not involved in. So it's generally... Um, I, don't think... I, I would give you that bonus. Okay, in that case I will roll two more dice. Yeah, roll, roll two more dice. <laughs> it was high drama. Yeah. Well, okay. there we go. All right. So as I described, uh, you're approaching um, uh, the, the first mate, Stefan, and you, mm-hmm. you you think you see someone out in the rain, sort of out beyond your, your uh, mm-hmm. line of sight. I just think I see someone. I don't see like anything about them. Well, I guess we just continue then. It's just a okay. person. So, I mean, uh, it, it doesn't make sense that I would like run into the shadows like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're curious. Maybe you don't go running around. Maybe you just uh, nose around. It doesn't have to be a dramatic thing. Um, but fair enough. Uh, you you approach Stefan. Um, and um, and uh, turns to his, uh, can, can, can I help you? I, and he says to you, Amadeo, he's like, I, I uh, the steward told me about uh, what you had said about offering your service to the crew. It's very much appreciated. You're welcome. I just felt it, you know, <coughs> it was the, the right thing to do, just in case. I mean, I'm a doctor, and I think my I'm always happy to help anyone that might need my abilities. That's my vow to, you know, to keep people safe and sound and healthy. Of course, of course. I, what, what, what can I uh, do for all of you? Does he look like he's like? Does the impression he give like from his demeanor like like he's not going to let us into this into the captain's quarter? I, that sounds like an observation check. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's he's sort of in in your way toward the door. He wants to know why you're here. So yeah, he's not going to let you just walk in. You don't need All to right. check for that. Okay, um, okay. In that case, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna immediately like uh, approach him, saying, "Stefan, it's so good we found you. There's there's a mess in the ballroom. Someone just dropped the bowl of punch, and it's just everywhere. And one of the uh, guests uh, fell over. And we, uh, no uh, one's th- taking charge of the situation. You the, need the to get there right now. There? No. <laughs> Roll your manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> I get a plus two because I have the deceptive talent. <laughs> Wonderful, that's awesome. Okay, cool. So that is uh, eight mm. dice. Woo. All right. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you guys are rolling amazing. I am going to. I am going to push that. Okay. Stefan makes me angry. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my annoyance. God. One second, hold on. Now I need to look up uh, because they're like stunts, right? Mm. Or the the what what can you get for 
just completely blowing away a manipulation check. That, that, that was a magnificent success. That was a magnificent success. Where are the skills here? I make a bowl ball, and my laughing comes true. Yeah. Okay. That could actually be a really good thing. That like you you succeed so well that you can backtrack and make the situation that you're lying about happen. Okay. Um. So. So one thing you could actually do, you can use them to impose mental conditions on your opponent. Um, He's stressed out. <laughs> seems, that seems very, very cruel, but we could work with it. Or it could just be that you impress everyone around you and you have some other advantage in dealing with Stefan in the future. I leave that up to you. Um... Stress him out. Come on. I, I... I, I, I want to I want to stress him out in the sense that when he gets there and the bowl's not there, the first thing he thinks isn't, oh, I've been lied to. I, th okay. I want him to think, the first thing that he thinks is, wait, where's the bowl? Exactly, the yeah, yeah, he's like going you, down a rabbit hole. Yeah, like, uh, you cleaned this up without telling me? You didn't tell exactly. me someone fell down? <laughs> yes, perfect, that is wonderful. That's exactly what happened. So, so Stefan goes rushing off uh, to find the bottom of this bowl mystery when he gets down there and starts searching around. But we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, awesome. Okay, so uh, Stefan goes. You have the doors there. Um, Sven, mm -hmm. uh, you're coming up. You have your, your blanket. Uh, you see uh, the first mate running down the stairs, um, <laughs> looking around in a complete state of panic. Um, because, because things are not going well, uh, and he starts uh, shouting at the steward about some some missing uh, a bowl of punch and a mess which cannot be found. Um, Sven, you see, um, as you're there before you meet up with the others, before you ascend uh, the stairs, uh, you see this sort of mentioned, uh, very finely dressed. Um, Russian man. Um, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Heading, um, heading toward the stairs uh, to go down. He's leaving the library, um, and he looks uh, sort of, um, he, yeah, he, he looks kind of put off by the, the state of emotion uh, that the first mate is showing and the sort of yelling, and he's sort of very put off by it. Um, uh, but he's keeping sort of very. He has a very sort of reserved tone to him, right? Um, so, so he sort of notes it. He kind of scowls, um, and he's and he's heading down. So he's what's, wearing what's his um, age, roughly? Yeah, again, he's maybe in his forties, uh, okay. uh, maybe fifties. Right. Um, he <clears throat> has um, he's a bit early. Uh, he has like this very sort of dark, like thick, kind of like oily looking. Air actually, um, that that he's not wearing a hat or anything. Um, he has kind of like a full head of it. Um, the ma the main indication of his age is uh, like sort of lines on his face and his eyes, um, that sort of thing. He's he's a very sort of um, he's quite heavy set, um, of like a sort of average height, um, and he's dressed in sort of like a way that you would associate with like a country gentleman. Um, and um, and he is heading downstairs. I'm going to shadow in. Okay. Um, all right. In that case, um, we'll put that um, down to stealth and vigilance, um, whether or not you are 
shadowing him uh, very effectively. Not raise Alright. I'm going to say that. One success from me. Excellent. Okay. So as uh, the first mate is yelling and shouting um, and trying to figure out uh, what exactly is uh, is going on with, with the mess in the, the ballroom that is inexplicably unbound, uh, you start heading down uh, to follow this man. Uh, he goes down into the passenger's quarters where you had just he heads down to the other side of the hall. He's going down toward um, the stern of the ship. Um, he hasn't noticed you. Um, so, and, and the lights down here, I don't think I described, like these are sort of, you know, 19th century, like sort of um, like uh, lamps that sort of hang. So it's kind of like a very dim light. It's kind of easy to stay in shadows more or less. Um, and, and now like, this sort of rent, the, the rain and the wind, like the ship is, is shaking a little bit, right? So. You have the effect of like these lights kind of shaking. Like, they're all hanging on these beautiful brass hooks <clears> going <throat> down the length of the uh, the corridor. Uh, you follow him down, and he's actually going into a room which is kind of like on the exact opposite side of this deck from your from where yours was. Um, he takes a key from his um, jacket pocket, um, opens the door, puts it inside um, into his quarters. Mm-hmm. I want to go up to kind of creep up to the door. Are there any other mm-hmm. are there any other doors nearby for any other kind of communal areas, or are these all like berthing? Yeah, these areas? are all these are all passenger berths. Yeah, so there's um so you're kind of like on the far end now at the stern, and so there are two sort of suites, kind of like the suites that you guys have on the um, bow. So there are two of these um, on either side. Uh, he went into the one that's on your right, um, which is on the uh, port side of the ship, which is the same side that your uh, berth is, only again the opposite. So end. is is this this is like a corridor going down the middle of the ship? Then, yeah, exactly. Um, what's beyond that? Like the, uh, these are the I'm imagining these are the last two um, yes. doors. That's right. Is, does a corridor continue the corridor. along past them, or does it end at these two? No, it ends. I mean, there, and, and again, there are other doors around you, but they're to other berths. I'm going to quickly just um, press my ear to the door. Okay. So I don't, uh, I don't plan on necessarily staying very, very long. I just want to see if I can, you know, just a very quick eavesdrop. Okay. So you press your ear to the door. Uh, there are two men inside. Uh, they're, they're speaking and sort of hushed tones um in russian um okay which... as soon as the, as soon as i can as soon as i realize they're not speaking um swedish or english or any language i potentially know i don't think i would know russian necessarily no I, um yeah i don't i don't i don't think, think so. i think it'd be a stretch for me to claim that i i would um so yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna basically then kind of go away again i don't think i necessarily well, knew this this person was russian because um i think selma didn't share that information with me necessarily oh, no you did you did say I'm, I'm going to point out one thing to you sven there's one character here that was born in the russian empire <laughs> so 
You might want to talk to him. So what I will say, Sven, though, you are listening at this door and not even being able to speak Russian. You hear them speak Russian. They do say a word, though, um, which does not sound Russian. Um, and it sounds sort of uh, Nordic, which is um, Glorning. I will... Glorning? With an L? I'm going to write it to... No, with a G-O... Like Gordoning, this. okay. Gordoning, um, yeah. And this seems to be something they're talking about. They mentioned it a couple times. The the and you can tell like they have, even within the Russian, like one of them is sort of uh, kind of speaking more articulately. And you imagine it's the sort of one that you had followed down. Um, and you also hear on the other side of the door before you leave I think this is where we're going to end the session is you hear another voice but this one is muffled like as though there's something over their mouth um, so there's someone inside and I can't tell what they're saying I can just hear that it's a muffled voice no the, like, the, they're just sort of like but they sound distressed like, exactly Okay. Yep. Mm. I think that's where we're going to end mm -hmm. that seems like a good enough cliffhanger very nice. Very cool. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I'm loving the setup on this one. This is uh, this is really good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love a classic boat-based mystery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me it's too. a good thing we. It's a good thing we went for the boat, as indicated. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> well, ship, actually. Yes. Yes. It's giving me strong death on the Nile, but it's uh, death on the Baltic Sea vibe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, Excellent. this was awesome. Awesome, cool. Right. Very cool. Thank you very much. Nice uh, introduction. I yeah, yeah. I look forward to, to picking up with this, this next month and seeing, seeing what happens and yeah. seeing just how uh, freaked out the first mate is going to be in the future scenes. <laughs> what I'm wondering <laughs> is how much he's going to hate Selma afterwards. That's what no, I'm no. I'm planning on, on 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 gaslighting him completely. If he if he does ever find out that it wasn't there, I'll be like, what what bowl are you talking about, Stefan? Yeah, I mean, four successes. Like he is <laughs> he is convinced that there's a conspiracy <laughs> against him. It's probably related to this whole ghost nonsense, and uh, he's going to get to the bottom of it. If you want to really screw with him, you should like pick out a bottle of wine or something, and then pour some of it on the floor somewhere on the. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then he finds it, and he's like, ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> cool. I knew it. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for playing. This was great. Um, yeah. A lot of fun. No, it was good. Um, so for anyone, uh, everyone, everyone watching, we're going to be running this again in November, roughly. It's going to be three or four weeks' time. I'm not 100% sure yet on the date. Um, yeah. And then we'll be taking a break in December and coming back in January. So, um, Yeah. If you want to tune in next time to catch it, uh, just keep an eye on our social media. Uh, we'll try and get a link up onto the, this page as well. So there should be visible somewhere that where, when the next one is going to be going live. So you can, um, I think you can subscribe to, to get updates for that. So when it does go live, you get like a ping on whatever. Um, yeah, if you haven't already, um, if you could subscribe and hit the like button, that really helps the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.